0: This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that shines a spotlight on the big and small moments of history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and this episode is about the loyalty we owe the furry friends we share our homes with, even when that home happens to be the White House. The day was September 23, 1944. During a campaign dinner, President Franklin Delano Roosevelt defended the reputation of his dog, who had recently been the subject of a political attack. The dinner was hosted by Roosevelt's longtime supporters from the labor movement, the International Brotherhood of Teamsters. At the time, Roosevelt was campaigning for a fourth term. This was three years before the 22nd Amendment would impose a two-term limit on U.S. presidents. The speech to the Teamsters Union was broadcast nationwide. It addressed labor issues and gave an update on America's status in World War II. But Roosevelt also used it as a chance to debunk an offensive story that had been circulating about his dog, a small black Scottish terrier named Fowler. A year earlier, Fowler had accompanied the president on a sea trip to the Aleutian Islands in Alaska, which had recently been recaptured from Japanese forces. Soon after the trip, someone started a rumor that Fowler had been accidentally left behind on one of the islands, and that Roosevelt had ordered a Navy destroyer to go back and rescue the dog. This alleged fetch quest would have reportedly cost taxpayers as much as $20 million, on top of the risk it would have posed to the lives of the sailors. So, as you might expect, Roosevelt's GOP rivals quickly seized on the story. The Republican candidate, New York Governor Thomas Dewey, claimed it was further proof of the corruption and incompetence of the Roosevelt administration. This, despite the fact that the incident never happened. The president pushed back in his speech, half-jokingly saying, quote, These Republican leaders have not been content with attacks on me or my wife or on my sons. No, not content with that. They now include my little dog, Fala. I am accustomed to hearing malicious falsehoods about myself, but I think I have a right to resent and object to libelous statements about my dog. Roosevelt went on to suggest that his Republican opponents must be very desperate if they would stoop to attacking the character of a defenseless dog just to smear his campaign. But here's where things get even weirder, because according to Paul Sparrow, the director of the FDR library, we actually have filmmaker Orson Welles to thank for the phallus speech, Apparently, he's the one who suggested making the attacks on Falla into a campaign issue, which turned out to be a great idea because the speech was a hit with the public and the press. Time magazine bizarrely described Roosevelt's performance in boxing terms, saying, quote, The champ had swung a full roundhouse blow, and it was plain to the newsmen on the Dewey special that the challenger had been hit hard as plain as when a boxer drops his gloves and his eyes glaze. The Fallis speech had done wonders for FDR's press coverage, and he would ultimately win a fourth term with 432 electoral votes to Dewey's 99. But to be clear, the president's outrage wasn't all for show. Roosevelt did indeed have a soft spot for his dog. His cousin, Margaret Daisy Suckley, had given Fowler to him in 1940, when the dog was still a puppy. Fowler lived in the White House from then on, much to the dismay of Eleanor Roosevelt, and he followed the president just about everywhere, including on state visits and overseas trips. At home, Fowler slept in a special chair at the foot of FDR's bed, and in the morning, the kitchen staff would send up a fresh bone for him with the president's breakfast tray. It's reported that the dog was so cute, the staff started feeding him treats whenever he begged for them, which was often. So often, in fact, that Fallis started getting stomach aches, and the president had to order his staff to cut it out with the snacks. Roosevelt's fondness for his dog is well-documented. The Terrier appeared numerous times in Life magazine and seemed to relish the attention. According to one Life reporter, quote, When cameramen visit the White House to photograph the president or visiting dignitaries, Fala often insinuates himself into the foreground and poses like any publicity-seeking ham. That trick apparently worked well for Fala because he became a national celebrity. He starred in an MGM short film about life at the White House and was so popular that he received thousands of letters from across the country. In fact, Falla got so many letters from various people and animals that a secretary was appointed to help answer all of his fan mail. It was either the best or worst job in the White House. In April of 1945, less than three months into his fourth term, President Roosevelt died at age 63. Falla attended the funeral and then went to live with Eleanor Roosevelt in Hyde Park, New York. He spent his retirement there, chasing squirrels and cats and getting into trouble with Tomas McFalla, his grandson. On April 5, 1952, Falla passed away, just shy of his 12th birthday. He was buried in the family rose garden, beside the sundial, not far away from the graves of President and Mrs. Roosevelt. Despite what his naysayers would have us believe... Fala was a very good dog. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you enjoyed the show, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments, or if you'd like to tell me who you think the best presidential pet was, you can reach me at thisday at iheartmedia.com. For the record, though, the answer is Calvin Coolidge's pet raccoon, Rebecca. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.